have to step out for a minute. But uh, Casey Kasem, uh, was, oh, he did an icon. He did Scooby Doo, right? Oh, he did, icon. Uh, Sha- yeah. He did Scooby Doo and Shaggy. Oh, he right? did a lot of voiceover. Yes. He was also it's like the top forty. Was it the top the forty? The voice was, of the top forty. Uh, Casey Kasem's he top also, forty. Oh God, he yeah. did some stuff for Sesame Street too. As far as uh, I guess, as well, as well as if you're shows. my age or close to it, uh, that's a uh, Casey Kasem. The top forty, mm-hmm. like when uh, Sunday afternoon, um, you're in your parents' car. Okay. Yep. And, uh, and and what are you listening to? What are they not wanting to listen to that you're making them hey. listen to? Hey, it's even worse than that. I grew up uh, in a religious background, very strict, and I was not allowed to listen to popular music. This explains so much. Uh, it probably okay. does. Yeah. But my <laughs> buddy and I would sneak off. His brother had a car that didn't run, but the radio worked. And where we were, it was Saturday afternoon. Okay. And we would go and we'd go sit in that car and listen to Casey Kasem's Top 40 yeah, every it, Saturday. It was like, uh, and, and just the anticipation to see what one, which one was number one. And didn't you remember when, like, some of them were, like, number one for, like, forever? You just got to say, like, oh, my God, not again. Yeah, I remember. please knock them down? Yeah. Uh, what was the one? Uh, uh, Boone. Pat Boone's daughter. You light up my life. Oh, yeah. That was like Debbie Boone. Debbie Boone for like, uh, it seemed like my entire eighth grade year. I think, no, no, sixth grade year, seventh grade year, around there. Okay. Uh, yeah, that song was like the number one song for the entire uh, time I was in elementary school. I Ron, believe. I got my hand raised. Yes. <laughs> Ron, I'm sorry, but we have another important caller. Okay. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, and I've advertised this all week. And of course, we all know Casey Kasem, but. We sure. actually. Craig, we were just having a discussion about that one. I was about sorry, what we what we used to do when we were kids, and and how important that was every Sunday. That was like yeah. what you what you lived for was to hear that countdown and just figure out like where your favorite group was or or what was the, the song. I mean, it was really important. So Ron, he was truly an icon. Truly yes. an icon. Well, we have Carrie Kasem, who is online right now. Carrie, are you there? I'm here. Hi, guys. Hi, Carrie. Thank you for coming on. I'm Craig, and this is Ron. I'm Ron. And Eric. Hi, Carrie. It's Eric. And we appreciate you calling in, so um, we're we're ready to get started. Uh, It was funny because Carrie said, well, how much time we got? I said, Carrie, whatever time you you need. uh, uh, You know, we don't normally question, you know. It's it's an 18-hour show. It's really strange. (laughs) We go, we we don't believe believe in breaks. We just, you know, uh, people go away and come back. It it sort of works that way. Carrie's like, is 30 minutes okay? And I'm like, really? They normally don't say that. That's great. She's very kind. So, so Carrie, uh, a lot of people, uh, some people, uh, don't remember your dad. It depends on what generation you're from. So it's possible that the younger generation may know you more. Uh, but you also you do a radio show as well. Is that correct? I do. I'd actually, um, this will be my well. Next year will be my 20th year in radio. Started wow. in '97. That doesn't include school because I did go to radio school. So yeah, K Beach was the radio station I was on in school. So I'm not including that. So it's 20. <laughs> it'll be 20 years. Uh, Next year, which is incredible, I can't even believe I'm saying that. You know, it is funny. There are some times where people will know me, the younger generation, more than my dad, and I think that's because I had a syndicated radio show for five years with Nikki Six of Motley Crue, and it was very interesting. So I never, I never had that before, where people knew me, uh, not my dad. Uh, but you know, every time I say 
you know, if they don't know my dad through, the, through American Top 40 or the Countdown or, you know, radio, I say, you know Shaggy on Scooby-Doo? Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah. I said, well, that was my dad. He voiced that. And they freak out. People freak out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> People know him. They just don't know how. Yeah, they just don't realize it. Now, he did, uh, was Shaggy the only one he did on Scooby-Doo? Or did he do Scooby-Doo too, or just Shaggy? He did Shaggy. He did Shaggy. He did Robin on Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. I think it was Bumblebee on the Transformers. I mean, he did 350 cartoons. All right, I'm going to give you my best Shaggy. You ready? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm okay. Gonna I'm okay. Gonna okay. Tell me how to do it. Okay, here we go. We've all been waiting. Don't look now, Scoop, but there's a ghost behind you. Oh, no. Not a ghost. That the Scoob was better. Okay, <laughs> honestly, was better. that was amazing. <laughs> I heard so many i mean so many impersonations of my dad or shaggy or that was really really good oh. like that was crazy good yeah you are oh. such a kind person i was just having this, fun but thank this, you this, uh, you are obviously yeah, a yeah. very kind person um <laughs> come on ron she was been i'm gonna tell everyone that Casey's daughter said that that was awesome thank you i've got a question uh you uh, do a lot of work, I think, with the um, National Aging in Place Council. Is that correct? Uh, I've done work with them. Yeah, they're wonderful. Um, Tell absolutely. us a little bit about yeah, the work that you do with them because uh, I think that's amazing. I'm uh, sorry, say that again? Tell us. A, I'm sorry. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do with them, if you can. Well, you know, what, what uh, I do is um, I, have, I have a foundation. It's called Kaysom Cares Foundation. And uh, we educate people about what's going on in this country regarding uh, seniors, uh, elder abuse, and what's happening. And uh, it supports um, a bill that we created called the Case and Care Visitation Bill, which is a bill that allows adult children to simply ask a judge for vis- visitation to their ailing parents if, if visitation is blocked. It is that simple that there is absolutely no legal recourse in this country for adult children if they want to see a sick or vulnerable parent. So if a caretaker, whether it's the spouse or another sibling or a guardian comes in and says, hey, we don't want you ever seeing dad again, they have every right to do so. They have, And there is no legal recourse. The police can't help you. Adult Protective Services can't help you. Nobody can help you. And when you go to court, you have to fight their power of attorney or guardianship, which can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you probably won't win it. So uh, when I was going through this, blocked from my father, who I was never estranged from, who I spoke to every day on the phone, who we saw once or twice a week, we were very close. We had his wife tell us, you're never going to see your dad again. As soon as he got sick enough and he couldn't drive himself and, you know, she, she eventually fired his driver, she said, you'll never see your dad again. And that's when we fought for eight months. And I eventually won guardianship over my father. But that was because his wife did such an egregious act uh, that actually ended his life that I I, retained, I I got guardianship. But that was $350,000 later. And oh visitation should not be for the 1%. Should not be for the 1%. Visitation shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't lose your house over wanting to see your mom or dad again before they die. And wow. that's what's happening in this country. Wow. That so is so a, that's my amazing. law changes that. And and what's the progress on this law? I mean, uh, I mean. We have it. We've, we've got it passed in eight states. Okay. Uh, we need your state, by the way. South <laughs> so, Carolina. We have it passed in, yeah. 
Yep, in eight states. And if anybody's listening to this right now, let's hope and they, they are. They're being blocked. <laughs> let's Go ahead. Let's hope they are. Let's hope they are. <laughs> well, that, no, anybody that's being blocked from a parent, anybody that's listening that's being blocked from a parent, uh, or being you know a family member that you can't see, uh, please write us. That we need as many letters from from your state as possible because we take those to legislators and we say, look, yes, I'm coming from California, but I've gotten this law passed in eight states, and here are people from your own state going through this. So whether you're being blocked from a guardian, a professional guardian, um, if you're being blocked from you know a second spouse, a third spouse, or or maybe one of your siblings is blocking, uh, you know, get, write us, write us a casem cares.org and that's k-a-s like sam e-m like mary cares case and cares.org uh, and can you say that say that, that, that again say that yeah. one more time in case people it's didn't Kasem, get it k-a-s like sam e-m like mary cares.org and there's it says share your story you can also write me at carrie at case and cares.org and that's k-e-r-r-i you can find me on Facebook. Just Google me. Even if you spell my name wrong, you'll find me. I answer people back. I write people back personally. I pick up the phone and call people. This is a a, a just it, it was a silent epidemic uh, until my father's case and until we said no more. We're done with this. So I've been um, shooting a movie, a, a documentary film, uh, going across the country to all these victims, to where you know most people don't have the five or ten thousand dollars retainer. For a lawyer to help fight this. And most people think, oh, this just happens to rich, famous people. This happens to people, whether you have $100 in your bank account to $100 million. People are spiteful, people are mean, and people are greedy. So uh, I cannot tell you how many people we have on film talking about, you know, this exact thing. This is elder abuse. Isolation is illegal. It is actually in most states counted as elder abuse and a crime, but it's never prosecuted as such. So I know that was a long answer to your question about what I do and what aging in place is. Aging in place is, you know, really helps people stay in their home. When you say, I want to die in my home, I want to be in my home till my right. my last day, right. they really help with that. And, you know, a lot of people's wishes, especially at the end of life, they'll take you right out and they'll put you in a nursing home. But who cares? Why would you want to die there? Why? Why? You know, just you think you're going to get better care? It, it doesn't make any sense. You want to be with your family. You want to be at home. Now, there's some cases where you just can't take care of someone. I get that, and I understand right, that. Right. But if you want to stay, yeah, if you want to stay in home and you 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 um you are able to voice that, then that should be that should be allowed. That I tell you, I that. Uh is an eye-opening, I mean, I was reading some of the bio, uh, you know, before, and when it came to that, I thought, wow. And I kind of thought the same thing. I have to be honest with you. I thought the same thing. This happens to rich people because there's money involved, and people yeah. get greedy, you know, and it's kind of a rich person thing. But I didn't realize that, no, this is, no. This is people who uh, have almost nothing or – and anyway, it, it's not really about the money. It's it, th that doesn't matter. It's about the family relationships, right. and uh, you know whether people have got a lot of money or they have no money. Uh, right. And well, you want to hear something matter. very scary? Yeah. Go Here's ahead. something very scary with people who have no money. You think you can't be affected because you have no money? You have these these guardians 
that are that guardian ad litems appointed by the court or just wow. guardians that just come in and they say, oh, my neighbor's old. I think they need a guardian. When you place somebody under guardianship, they lose every single right. They lose the right to vote. They lose the right to, to make any kind of decision on their own. They're basically owned. They're owned. They have Dogs have more rights. You wow. can put somebody under guardianship without even asking them without even asking them. Now, your parents, if you live out of state or you live an hour away, somebody says, oh, the parents are too old to be in their house. This is no joke, and I'm going to give you the... Uh, I, we deal with this every day. They, you, you can have... Okay, I'll just give you this example. This older woman who is living in her house by herself, she was in her 80s, could drive, she's fine, completely cognizant. Her veterinarian's wife decided, oh, this person needs help. This person needs a guardian. Went to court and got a guardianship over the woman. Okay? Now, when the woman figured out, because they knocked on her door and said, you are either coming with me, we're putting you in a nursing home, uh, you're going to jail, or we're going to put you in a psychiatric ward, she fought it. She got out of that guardianship. She had saved a little over $200,000 up. She had, her, she had her nest egg. She had her home paid off. When you go up against a guardian who's put you in guardianship, whether it's you yourself or your family, they take the money that's in your bank account to fight the guardianship. So by the time she got out of that guardianship, there was another 30 grand gone. Somebody else okay. found out about this woman. Another guardian found out about this woman, put that woman under guardianship again. Believe it or not, after oh, she got wow. out of it, put that in that. By the time she was done fighting off, not one, not two, but three guardians, three. she was down to $18,000 in her bank account. Oh, my word. Yes. They use you as a human ATM machine. Now, if you have no money, get this. They will take you. They'll take your parents. This happened to Julie Belshi. She's an advocate. She talks about this all over the radio and TV. That's what I'm saying in her, her name. Julie Belshi, she was on TV for this, too. They took her two parents. They put her parents in a nursing home. There, there's no money. They did have a house, but there's, they don't have a ton of money. Put them in the nursing home. Told Julie, you cannot see your parents. Julie tried to fight for her parents. She went pro se, meaning she couldn't afford a lawyer. So she went and she fought and she fought and she fought. By the time she was finished fighting and she got her parents back, they had sold every single thing the parents owned. They had nothing when they got out. Nothing. And this is the this woman is that's legal. responsible for this is being brought up on charges, and the judge she got the judge kicked out of there for for allowing this to happen. This happens all the time. If you have no money, the state will give you money. The state will give you money for putting somebody under guardianship to take care of them. So you don't even have to have a dime. That guardian who puts you under their control, like ownership, it, it, there's some there's some guardians that have upwards of a hundred people. They, can't, they don't even visit these people. They put these people under guardianship, and oh they get a check God. every month for taking care of them. Yes. It had happened. It, this is a crime ring. It is happening everywhere. It, we, we are going federal now because there is no justice, and there is there's nothing that you can do when you become elderly. Nothing. Hmm. They will take advantage of you, and you try and fight it. They use your own money against you. It's happening all the time. I'm, I'm doing a documentary on it. So. Well, I'm, please, uh, please, yeah, please protect yourself. Have your parents, have your parents make a video of themselves, or you go and make a, a video with your parents, and you tell them to say into the camera, holding a newspaper, because you need to see the date. 
that if anybody who is responsible for my care keeps me away from my children and family, they are criminal and they should be removed from my care immediately. Get that on film. Well, I mean, my my own personal experience, I mean, I know just a little bit about what you're talking about. My mother had a stroke five years ago, uh, almost six years ago. Uh, we had her in assisted living because she refused. She she said, no, I'm not, I, you know, I wanted, she still wanted to be independent. Um, then she came back and now lives with us. And I had to get yeah. power. I had to get power of attorney so I could pay yep. her bills. And I mean, because, you know, she can't, uh, she has aphasia, so she, you know, you wouldn't understand her if she was trying to speak to you. Um, and, right, I know and, what that is. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so uh, she, you know, had a pretty massive stroke, and now she lives with us, and you know, everything's fine. And I mean, some of the time, but you know, <laughs> I mean, mom is still mom. But uh, I'm so I feel so lucky that you know, I, I, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be able to take care of my mom, you know, and. And yeah. uh, and look after her because she's with us right now. But I mean, hundred people. You mean there's like yeah one guardian. Oh yeah, and they're a guardian yes, for like hundred people. Yes. And they get the yeah, money from woman, all these people. Eighty-four. They get the money from yeah, all these 84 people. Eighty-four people. Hmm. Yep, eighty-four people. This woman has eighty-four people. How, how is it, that legal? Just, how is that possibly legal? Hmm. How I don't it? know. Now, there are some really great guardians. I don't want to say this with everybody. There are people who are alone and who do need help and who do need to be under guardianship. And there are some great guardians. Oh, sure. But there I there know, needs yeah. to be protections against the predatory ones, the predatory lawyers mm-hmm. that, that, that tell families. We're fighting one in New York right now, uh, this predatory lawyer. And he's done this to the small town of Tannersville. Uh he goes in and he says, let me make your will and estate plans. Let me help you out. Your parents are getting older. You know, I'll do all the plans. I know that, you know, taking care of them must be hard. Let me help you out here. Does the will and estate plans. Makes himself the guardian. Has done this now quite a few. Puts his wife as the beneficiary of everything. <laughs> there, is a, there is a hotel that's been owned. That's, uh, and this has been all over the news, too, so I can say the name. The, um, the Villa Vasilla uh, in, in uh, the Catskills in Tannersville, New York. Uh, they've owned it for 53 years. The grandkids run it. Uh, their parents run it. And the mom was the matriarch of the family. And she left it to her two children and two sisters. One of the sisters got very, very ill. Four strokes, was blind in one eye. And this predatory lawyer came in and said, I'll take care of everything. Don't worry. I'll do a will and estate plans. Everything's fine. Uh, he then took this woman put her in a cabin in the woods, isolated her. When he got a hold of her, nine months later, she was dead. She was 54 years old. And when she died, yeah, when she died and they saw what he had done, the will and estate plans, he had named his wife the beneficiary, a woman who didn't know this this 54-year-old. And the grandkids, they, they, I mean, they've lost everything. All the money, all the, they're trying to sell the hotel out from under them. This was their life. They all work there. So I went up. I, I created a, a ruckus. I got, um, you know, the politicians involved. I got on air for them. I, uh, I went to court twice to, to, with my documentary film crew. I, I interviewed everybody there. And now, now things are changing for them because this is so wrong. It's so predatory. It's so criminal. But I mean, I just can't believe this is they, like the most obvious thing. You know, you hear some things and, 
there's always this thing that says, well, there's two sides. To, how can there possibly be well, another? There's no way. I mean. Well, what's so bad about this, what's right. so insidious about this is wills and, and, and powers of attorney and guardianships. Those are all actually good things. If that they're are completely done right. being taken advantage of, and, and and people are taking advantage of, of good things and ruining them and and doing all this terrible stuff, yeah. it, it was like it's just terrible. This is like so informative. Um, I mean, really, I, I I'm, yeah, I, I'm is, a I mean, I, I I will be an advocate for you. I can tell you that right now. I mean, if and if South Carolina, you. if South Carolina can do anything about it, or any of our well, listeners we need to get this that law know anything, here, right? That's right, the, we need to get the law passed here. I mean, we, we had just, a state, we need, yeah. We had a state a senator on here. We had a state senator on here uh, just last week. Yes, and uh, you know, I mean, it, if we can, uh, we have the information on the bill and on the law. I mean, it sounds like a no-brainer. Why in the world wouldn't somebody pass this? I mean, why in the world would they say no to right. this? I mean, they usually don't. I mean, they, they, you know, we're a small group. Case and cares. We're a powerful group. We're small. We have the bill in probably over 30 states now, but it's lobbying it. And I'm only one person. I can only do it. So what right, what okay. we have found is that we find people and victims that will go and be our lobbyists, that will go and just put pressure and, like, talk about this. And, you know, we always give credit to when somebody takes the case and cares visitation bill and, and gets it passed. Uh, Carla Vance in, um, in Virginia got it done for us. I mean, we went there and we lobbied it. But she got she got a she got a senator to pick it up. She went there and she went there and you know every week to make sure it was going through. And when it got to the Senate and the Assembly floor, we went there and we lobbied it. Um, you know, Tammy Budgens in in Wisconsin, you know, got a, her senator to pick up the bill. We went there and we testified for it. You know, there's all these wonderful people. I own Daniel for for um, Louisiana. So it's not hard. It's not a hard thing to do. You just have to go to your senator or your representative and say, please, we need this bill, especially if it's happening. If, if, if a victim goes and says, look, I can't see my dad. He's dying. Please pass this bill. Uh, it, it really affects people. And we come in and we just then we collect. Like right now, being on this radio show with you guys, people right. hear this and they send letters. And that's what we need. We need their constituents because if their constituents are saying we want this bill passed, they'll they'll move it forward. Well, so I mean, it's, you know, it's not hard. We can talk to, and we'll, we will. I yes, mean, absolutely. I mean, we will talk. We we speak with especially local politicians and state politicians, state senators, state representatives. Right. Uh, we've we've yes. talked to how many of uh, Eric? How many have you talked to? <laughs> uh, hundreds, right? Yeah. I mean. Most of them that are in Columbia, we, we, we've talked to. So, we, yeah, we definitely need to be promoting this, definitely. Again. I mean, this is this is, this this is, is like, I, I, yeah, I, I just can't believe that. First of all, I can't believe it's that, that when you think in city, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I know horrible things happen, but I mean, this is just, I can't believe people. I mean, I am constantly amazed by the depravity of some yes. individuals and who and the people that and you're right. This would be a perfect thing for a organized crime ring to get involved in yep. because uh, who's going to stop them? And it's legal. Right. Let me it's just say, legal. That's right. Oppo, this is Craig. It's mm-hmm. legal to own people and use them as ATM machines. Yeah, right. it yeah. is. That's it's ridiculous. So, Gary, uh, yeah, Eric, that's on the show with us, has he did a forum with a lot of the, the local guys that were running um, for office. So he has a, a 
a lot of people that he knows. That, uh, Eric's got, got the ear of, 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 so. of a few, uh, uh, and and hopefully we have the ear of one particular state senator because right. we. I think yeah, we he was on that. last week. I think we held that guy. Case. He just won, yeah. Um, and uh, no, I, absolutely, we will do everything. I can tell you this, although Craig does all the work because the, we call this one uh, ADD meets OCD. Our, our show, and uh, uh, you can guess who's who, but uh, uh, but I'm going to make a promise for Craig because I do that all the time. Um, okay, <laughs> we will link this law to our our Twitter, to our uh, Facebook, and to even our uh, personal page. Our personal page. Oh well, yeah, my personal page. Oh, as well. thank you. Everything. I mean, we'll we'll link it. We'll, uh, we'll link it through everything, and, uh, and Eric we'll also and Eric oh, will contact, and we will contact people. We will contact senators here in the state, and yep. we will do the best we can. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move the show. I, and I can send you a, a packet. I can send you everything. I have you know the bills that we've gotten passed. Uh, I have I have it in a packet, and I can send you and as many as you'd like, or right I can send senator it straight Timmons. to the senator. We can send Absolutely. that to Senator Timmons. Yes. We can send it to who else? Oh, there, there's all kinds of senators and representatives. I know. Yeah, we could, we could, we could do, we could send it to all of them. Yeah, yep. so absolutely, okay, absolutely. So yeah, well, yeah, you can send that to us, uh, and I'll give you more information on that. So, Gary, uh, and we'll definitely put this interview back up on our uh, Facebook. And I've just got page. one more question. Sure. I know we're about well, to go awesome. to break, but no, I do have one more. Qu- when is this documentary coming out? When is uh, you said you're filming it? Have are, have you finished filming it? And when will no, it we're out? still shooting it. We're still shooting it. We're probably next year. Uh, we still okay. have, um, you know, this is happening to Glenn Campbell's kids right now. This is happening. This happened to BB King's kids. This happened to uh, wow. Mickey Rooney's kids. And wow. the only time you ever Whoa. hear it is when it's when it deals with a famous person or a famous last name. Right. So we have those people to go, wow, whoa, who's in this film? And then we show what's really happening across America to people who don't have famous last names, to people who can't stand up and say, listen to me, you know, and don't, don't have a platform. So we are still shooting this. We still have, uh, you know, we're going through trials. We're going through, you know, the courtroom battle, and we want to we want to wait it out. We want to make, we want to have, you know, a happy ending, hopefully, to some of these cases. So we're yeah. waiting for that. Well, that's, that is, you know, I have to say, a lot of times, uh, most of the time, um, we have guests on, and you'll, you know, there's something that they're doing, and you talk about it, and and uh, it's usually very uplifting, and it's very good, and everything. It, this is absolutely inspiring. This is different. This is an inspiring Aww. thing to do, and it's Thank inspiring you. that you really took the bull by the horns here and kind of led this thing. And I mean, that is that's that's very to me. It's inspiring, and and I'm sure that so many people have been helped uh, by this law coming in, coming into being, especially in their states. And we will absolutely help you here. We will. Now, before we... Uh, oh, thank Eric, you. Eric, if oh, you want to jump in, please do. But we're, we'll be going to break here in just a few minutes. But, Carrie, before you go, uh, tell us some of the fun stuff, because I'm looking on your uh, bio here. By the way, I binged <laughs> you. I didn't Google you. You can also bing Carrie Kasem and she pops up. <laughs> oh, there. yeah, just um, bing people. Oh, no, right don't there. bing me. <laughs> Google me. Please Google me. Right, Google I'll, me. Obviously. So uh, you also do no. a podcast. Oh. You co-host uh, a real estate show and some other stuff. Could you just give us a brief description yep. of, of all those things that you do that you're doing right now? So is that you got a podcast? And sure. No, the podcast God, I did that forever. Uh, I don't do that anymore. But what I what okay. I do do is a mortgage finance show. That's uh, I'm in my tenth year of doing my mortgage finance radio. 
Um, and I, I, that's syndicated on 70 stations. And, uh, I, I, I fell into that, uh, which is crazy. Just somebody asked me to host a show because they didn't know how to do radio, but they knew how to do mortgages and talk finance. So hey, that's how, that's that how was I got Ron on this show. That's how I yeah, got I, I didn't know how to do radio. And Eric. That's how I got Eric on uh, I didn't know how to do radio, but I knew how to do me. I'm basically that's good hilarious. at me, and that's it. I don't... Not not a lot of other <laughs> talents there. I'm also in. Uh, 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 interesting enough, I'm in real estate. Um, I uh, um, this area. I don't know if you know about the upstate of South Carolina, but it's really our, our real estate market is really really like hot. It's been hot for a while, and um, awesome. I, I did. I'm really what I'm doing now. I never thought I'd be doing never, but uh, because I did it a long time ago, uh, but I'm actually flipping houses now. And, um, awesome. I, I, no, but you know, the thing is I did this a long time ago. I tell everybody I was HGTV before HGTV, you know, uh-huh. and, um, <laughs> and, uh, people, uh, they get the wrong, you know, you know, because you, you're involved with it, but yeah, you know, 30 minutes on the property brothers is like, <laughs> that's like, you know, 80 hours of mm-hmm. real time. You know, you come back, the walls are done. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Um, and it, oh gosh, we have a huge, a huge property we're doing right now. But uh, yeah, that's really strange. I, it, it, it's this area. I'm telling you, uh, Greenville, uh, Greenville, and the surrounding area, along with the Upstate Travelers Rest, especially TR, where that's where we're at. Um, really, a lot of people moving from the north to the south. We had a little thing called uh, uh, we were doing called the Sunnyside Flip. Where people are buy are selling their houses up north and moving down south because the it's reverse ticker shock. You know they can sell a box up in uh, up in uh, Connecticut. You know that has like is like twelve hundred square feet. They can sell a box up there and move down to a practical mansion compared to what they had. You know where they were. Oh from. yeah. Oh. And the oh, taxes. Absolutely. Let's not yeah. even get started on the taxes. But, yeah. Let's yeah. not get started on that. So, Carrie, anyways, before <laughs> this becomes a real estate show all of a sudden, which I'm sure you could handle that for thirty more minutes, uh, tell us a few more things. What else are you working? So you do the real estate show, uh, the foundation. Obviously. So I do the real estate show. I do a law show on the weekends for KABC out here, a local station, oh um, talk station out here. Uh, and then I do, uh, for Cumulus, I do a show called Red Carpet Radio. We go to all the biggest events uh, that have a red carpet, and we're on about three or 400 stations. And we do interviews, webcasts. It's probably one of the most fun things I've ever done. Um, there's pictures of that on my Facebook. Uh, that would be uh, a carry case on Facebook, and you'll see them. I put pretty much everything up. Yeah, so I, saw, I just yeah, it's a it's a variety. I saw that uh, Ryan Seacrest gave you an award for your dad that you accepted uh, on behalf of your dad. I think that was on your Facebook a week or so ago. Is that correct? Yeah, he did a beautiful tribute video. Um, beautiful, and uh, yeah, he he uh, he had, he did that for us, which I thought was very kind. Um, I put I put that up, and then um, I put up a ton of I do a lot of live um, uh, Facebook live. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just I, I like to that. connect with people. What did you have on Facebook yeah. about yeah. a week ago? You had a bunch of old people that worked with your dad that you were. Uh, oh yeah, with? no, no. <laughs> there was an AT40 reunion, American Top 40 reunion. Oh wow! I did that, and then um, which oh, is wow. you want to hear something crazy? Talk about this. Something that's crazy is my dad died two years ago, June 15th. Okay. That year, June 15th was was Father's Day, right? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, Dad, Dad said something because. His wife had put so much BS of that we were estranged. We hadn't seen him. Oh, we were coming back for the money. 
We had not only seen him, we had pictures of the week before she took him from us. We had to prove that we, we loved our dad and that we saw our dad. And I mean, that we didn't get money from them. We proved it all. Um, but she, she put this misinformation out there. So we thought, you know, dad did that for us. He died on Father's Day, you know? It was like mm. 15 days in the hospital. And the one day that he, he, he dies on is Father's Day. A month later, a month later, I'm looking up June 15th, the significance of June 15th. There's got to be more. I don't know why I felt compelled. I'm on my computer, and I literally come on to something, and I freeze. Like, every... I was frozen. I had goosebumps. June 15th was designated by the UN nine years ago as World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. You can't get a bigger sign than that. Wow. You can't oh, get a bigger sign. Father's Day and World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, June fifteenth. So that's another video you saw. It was with a bunch of coincidences. Um, you know, older happen, people. Right? Isn't that what they say? Coincidences. Now, Carrie, we're, we're going to have to let you go. But what we're going to do is we're going to repost the interview on the Facebook and Twitter page, uh, even on our personal pages. Awesome. And uh, we'll let you get the final word in as far as where you want people to go did, to find it. And I Ron, did. obviously, I yeah. got to say of one thing you do, before we go. <laughs> um, it's my ADD. It's like I'm going everywhere. I got all these things. But, uh, uh, you know, I, it, in a way, I'm glad that we didn't spend a lot of time talking about your dad because we talked about something that I think your dad would want us to talk about. Right. You know, I think it's a yeah. tribute to him that he would probably say, no, that's what you should talk about is that right there, what, what we spent most of the time talking about. But also I wanted to say, <laughs> um, you know, honestly – one of the reasons I got into anything I got into as far as entertainment, I was your dad was that voice that came over that radio. I mean, it's so many times. Uh, and Eric was. Did you tell her about the? You didn't even have a car. Did oh, you yeah. tell her this? No. Uh, tell, she's got to hear this little story first. I know the break's uh, I, coming up. Go. I'll the make it real quick. Up. When I was a teenager, uh, I didn't have a car. My best friend and I were not allowed to listen to popular music. It was We were religious family. But every Saturday, we would sneak off to his brother's <laughs> house who had a car that didn't run, but the radio worked. <laughs> And we would go and we'd sit in the front seat of that car and listen to the top 40 with Casey Kasem. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. And, and uh, I would that always make awesome. my I would always make my parents really angry because I would be listening to the same thing and they would be like, "Oh no, we have to go do this," and I'd be like, "No, no, no, wait, 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 wait." And I made them turn the radio on. But uh, I love that story. Yeah. All That's right, great. so Carrie, this Aww. is Craig. This is OCD chiming in. Our time limit's getting close. Uh, now I know why you said thirty minutes because uh, you knew it would take. But you, it, you've you've done a great. You, but the, the important <laughs> thing is that uh, the, the great thing is. What a what a great job he did! Obviously, yeah. bringing up uh, a great daughter because uh, yeah. look, I mean, you're successful on your own by your own merit, and I mean, it's fantastic what you're doing to help others. Please continue that work, and thank you for coming on our show. All right, so uh, before uh, we thank go, you. I just want to ask: Do you do any voiceover uh, acting, or do you do any characters? Uh, just curious, or you stayed out of that? No, you know I don't. I, you I, could. I not professionally. Right. <laughs> okay. but you, you just no. Yeah, I was just curious. You probably have no problem doing those. But yeah, absolutely. So, where is it? you want everybody to go before we go? The uh, website. Um, you, you know, either uh, Carrie Kasem. If you just you, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But it's Carrie Kasem on Facebook, and I do like everyone's comment. I read them myself. Somebody is not 
you know, doing that for me. I, I, that's, that is me. And you're really talking to me. Yeah. So even the creepers, you answer to them too. I got you. I do or I block them. Why would you ask that, Craig? Just saying. Yeah. Creepers are mean people. I block immediately. I don't even respond. I don't get into it. I just, yeah. So it's, not it's, it's really you. So anybody, anybody named Craig just brought block them now is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Just, go ahead and do that. Yeah, that, that and Taste from Cares. That's tastefromcares.org. Uh, you know, you can you can check out what we're doing. You can check out the bill. You can write us there. Oh, we're going to do that. We're going to do that, yeah. Write us there, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. So much Thank fun. you so and much. Hopefully Thank reposted you. on our Facebook and Twitter page. We've been talking to Carrie Casey. Awesome. And we appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye guys. Bye. That was awesome. That was, was amazing. fantastic. Well, it, it, it just not. I never had a clue. I mean, that, that stuff was going on. I, I mean, I knew, I knew of a case where a family. I knew elderly was, abuse happens. Right. And, you know, I mean, but the guardianship thing with like one person with like eighty something guardians for like eighty, and you can just go to court and just make it happen. Yeah, and and I mean, I knew of a case where a. a, a a sibling was keeping the other siblings from seeing the parent because they were the guardian, or they were. And there the, wasn't right. any money involved, but I was like, I thought that was illegal. I didn't realize that this was legal. Oh my god, yeah. You know, so it's clear that we have to uh, do something. Support in South this Carolina. law. Support this law until um, some of our newly elected uh, right. uh, state senators and some of our re-elected state senators and state representatives that, hey, here's something that's a no-brainer and should pass a, a, a unanimously. Unanimous. Yeah, Democrats will like this, okay? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so will Republicans. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Right. Man, she was fantastic.